0: Good morning, welcome to the very first 10.30 a.m. service at Connect Church. You guys are our late risers. You like to sleep in. We already had one service at nine o'clock. And here's the deal I can already tell that you guys are more energetic than the nine o'clock. I love the nine o'clock. If I had to choose, I'd be going to the early service. But truly, you guys, I can tell you're going to be an awesome crowd this morning. Now, this week, I actually came across some research that I thought was really interesting. And you're like, research? Nobody gets excited about research. I'm a dork. I get excited about research. And I found some stats that I you might find kind of interesting too these stats are about millennials. Now, I want to pause, and I just want to assure you I'm not going to make fun of millennials this morning, okay? That's not my goal at all. Part of the reason is because I'm married to a millennial, and so, you know, just for the sake of my marriage, I don't want to say anything I regret. But the second reason is that um, I think that these statistics will actually hold true across all sorts of different um, uh, generations and age groups and things like that. I'm a Gen Xer, and uh, I think these are probably true for most of my peers as well. So check out these statistics. Researchers went to a group of uh, university-age millennials, and they said, okay, university-age millennials, what are your primary goals in life? What are the things that you really, really want to accomplish in your time here on Earth? And so they had some really interesting responses. 80% of this group that was surveyed said that a primary goal in their life is to get rich or die trying, right? Right? They want to get rich, and that's not a terrible, like, there's nothing wrong with being wealthy or anything like that, but I do find it interesting that the number one goal, above and beyond everything else that this group said they wanted to accomplish, was to make lots of money. Then, 67% of the group that was surveyed said one of their primary goals in life was to travel the world, you know? I'm guessing they've got a lot of friends on Instagram, and they see all the cool places they go and they're like, oh, I got to do that. I mean, I got to keep up. I can't be the only one that stays in Calgary, Alberta my whole life. I've got to go see and do things, right? So 67% said they want to travel the world. Interestingly enough, That's the exact same percentage of people who said that they want to have a family. They want to get married and have kids. So let me just point out that for this group of millennials at least and probably for a whole bunch more people in our world, it's more important to them that they make some money and travel and see the world than it is even that they get married and have kids. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't know that everybody should get married and have kids. I just find it very interesting. Probably the most fascinating fact that came out of this study was that 50% of millennials said that their primary goal, or at least a primary goal in their life, was to get famous. They wanted to be known. They wanted to walk into a room and people to say, hey, do you realize who that is over there? That's amazing. You go talk to them. No, I'm scared. You go talk to them. They want to get famous. They want to have a following, right? A lot of people are going
1: to be disappointed in that. Yeah,
0: I think so. Because not every, I don't know, you can get famous for all sorts of stuff, man. Playing video games and streaming it on Twitch will make you famous. It's crazy. crazy, right? So that might be the easiest goal of all to achieve. I don't know. So these millennials, these people in our world, they have these goals. This is what they believe will make life worthwhile, make it happy. When they get to their deathbed, they can look back and say, if I did these four things, then I will have had a good life. One uh, author and writer kind of summed it up this way. And he said, basically the average goal or, or the goals rather of the average person in our world are these, to know myself, In to find fame, to discover a platform, and to make a dollar. That's the goal that most of us are. Those are the goals that most of us are pursuing in our world today. Now, you might say, but look, I'm not pursuing all of those goals. That's not, that wouldn't be my list. I would have other things on there. They might involve family. They might involve, you know, doing something that benefits humanity or something like that. And I get all that. I have other goals besides these as well. But let's be honest for a sec. We really do want these things, don't we? I mean, who doesn't want to make a dollar? You need a dollar if you want to have lunch. So it's not a bad thing. It's not a terrible goal. I wonder, though, if it's the best goal. Who doesn't want to know themselves better? Who doesn't want to develop kind of this philosophy and this understanding of who they are? I mean, who doesn't want to be known and be liked by other people? We all can identify with these goals to some extent or another. But here's the problem. While we are spending our lives pursuing these goals, knowing myself, finding fame, discovering a platform and making a dollar, while we are pursuing these goals, at the same time, our world and our culture experiences the highest levels of debt because, you know, if you can't be rich, at least you can look rich. All right, so, because outwardly it's the same thing. All right, we experience the highest levels of debt We experience the highest levels of unhappiness, of anxiety and loneliness than at any other time in history. Now, I'm not saying that these four goals naturally lead to these things, but I will tell you, I think there is some correlation between the two. Too many of us in our world today are falling into the win-then trap. We believe that when something happens, whatever, we've all got our thing that we're looking forward to next. And when that thing happens, then we're finally going to be happy. So a lot of us will sit around and we say, Ugh, when I get married, I will finally be happy. I just need a spouse. It's been too long. I'm in my mid-30s. This is not fair. When I get a spouse, I will finally be happy. And those of us, or some of us anyway, who are married, we say, when I am no longer married, then I will finally be happy. Not me, by the way. You and I, we're on the same page, okay? Thank you for that. I just needed to get that out because we're preaching together today. Um, But seriously, is that not true? You know people that say, when I get married, then I'll be happy. And you know people who are married and they say, when I'm no longer married, then I'll finally be happy. We know people who say, when I have kids, then I'll be satisfied in life. And the kids come, and you're like, whenever these kids finally get out of the house, we will be able to enjoy life once again. You might say, when I finally go back to school and finish my degree, then I'll be happy. I can do the things that I wanna do in life. And then you get into your courses, and you're like, is this ever gonna be over? When I finally get done, then I can be happy. We have this when, then trap that we live out every single day, and they are directly related to those four goals that we've been talking about. It seems like the harder we pursue our own happiness, the further we get from finding it. The harder we go after the things that we think will make us happy and satisfied in life, the less happy and the less satisfied that we end up being. It really reminds me of a Bible verse that, um, that shares some words that Jesus spoke. And you've heard this verse a lot at Connect Church because it's actually the theme verse. We base our entire ministry around this particular verse, but it's in two parts. And we usually only talk about the second part. Today, we're gonna talk about both the first and the second. Listen to what Jesus said here. Jesus said in John chapter number 10, verse 10, there is a thief. There is a force that exists in this world. And that thief exists only To steal and to kill and to destroy. That is the goal of this thief. And I think that Jesus would say, and what he means here, is this thief, if he can get you to know yourself, to find fame, to discover a platform, to make a dollar, if he can get you to believe that that is why you're here on earth, and that is the measure of what a good life is, then you will settle for an earthly counterfeit of the full and abundant life that Jesus actually wants to offer you. There is a thief, and this thief exists only to steal what truly matters in your life, to kill your God-given dreams, and to destroy anything good that we might try to build. And yet, the rest of the verse is so important and critical because Jesus says, there is a thief who comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come so that you will have life in all of its fullness. We talk about it in terms of life overflowing. Jesus says he came to give you life the way that it was meant to live. Too many of us are pursuing goals that are leaving us unhappy, unsatisfied, and unfulfilled. And so I just think it's time to give up on those counterfeit goals. It's time to let go of them. Don't worry about knowing yourself, worry about knowing God. Now you say, wait a sec, aren't I supposed to know myself? Isn't it a good thing to know myself? But I'll tell you guys, you cannot know yourself independent of knowing God. Do you realize that? You can't. And the reason why is because if you take God out of the picture, you will find something else besides God to substitute in God's place. There is something external in your life that you will always be looking to to provide your meaning and your worth. So you'll look at your bank account and you'll say, My bank account has six figures. I must be worth something. You look at the title on your business card. You look at the number of friends or followers that you have. You look at a philosophy or some other religion. You will find some external validation source in order to know yourself, in order to determine whether or not you're worth something. The problem is all of those things are gonna end up leaving you confused about who you really are. But if you know God, your creator, your maker, the lover of your soul, if you know him, then you can know yourself. Yeah. I don't think you should worry about finding fame. I think you should worry about finding freedom. Yes. I think you should worry about finding freedom. Do you know how many famous people are miserable? Seriously, how many breakdowns and meltdowns do they have? Yeah, they, people know their name and they hate it. So why are you pursuing it as if it were a primary goal in your life? Don't worry about finding fame. Worry about finding freedom from the stupid mistakes that you and I make week in and week out that keep holding us down and preventing us from becoming the people that God wants us to be. You can find freedom from those mistakes and even the sins that are holding you back. You need to discover a purpose. You need to figure out why you're here and then live it out. That's why uh, we're doing this. That's why we do this. We want to help you in that. And I don't think you should worry about making a dollar. God will take care of you. Focus on making a difference. It doesn't matter if your bank account has six figures. When you die, it's not going with you. So use those six figures to make a difference. Something that will outlast your life. If you get 80 years here on earth, You can actually do things in the world that will last longer than the 80 years that you have here on earth. You can make a difference. At Connect, we call this Know God, Find Freedom, uh, Discover Purpose, and Make a Difference. We call this life overflowing. This is what God has designed for you to live. Whether you are a longtime Christian or you're here for the first time and you're like, what am I even doing in church? God wants to help you experience life overflowing. And so do we. So you may not realize this, but at Connect, we actually have four things we do as a church and only four things. These four things are designed to help you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. So we want you to know God through our Sunday services. Have you ever noticed that services at uh, Connect feel different from some other churches you may have attended? You're like, I don't know. I understand what they're saying. And we're singing the same kind of songs I would listen to on the radio. And it just seems like it's geared towards people who are at my stage. That's on purpose. We want you to have a safe place where you can come and you can kind of enjoy or experience or even um, investigate faith if you want to on Sunday mornings. We want you to find freedom through small groups. We're gonna be talking to you about small groups and how important they are. And then we want you to discover your purpose We want you to know who you are and why you're here. We want you to make a difference, both here at Connect and around our world. This is life overflowing. And this is both what God wants for you and what we exist as a church to help you do every single day. This Sunday is what we call Vision Sunday. Essentially what it is is it's an opportunity for us to remind ourselves who we are. And why we do what we do every single week. And it's also an opportunity for those of you guys who are on the fence, you're just visiting, you've been filling a chair for a while, and you're kind of like, I don't know, are these my people? Can I make this my tribe? Can I call this my family? We wanna help you to understand that there is a place for you this morning at Connect Church. You belong here, you fit in, and God wants to do bigger and better things than you could ever imagine. If you would know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. So we're going to talk to you about each of those four things. This morning, we're going to be celebrating some specific numbers. And I'm going to ask you guys to get a little hyped, okay? Because these things are worth celebrating. When we tell you how many people have made decisions to start or restart a relationship with Jesus, we need to applaud that. It is worth celebrating. We talk about how generous you guys are and the amount of money that we've been able to give to charities and nonprofits in the last year. We want to celebrate those things. So get your clapping hands ready, okay? I want your palms to be sore by the time we get done this morning because we have done and experienced some great things through the power and blessing of God and we wanna celebrate it. If you're on the outside, this is your first service, can I just ask you to listen with an open mind and ears and say, is this the kind of church that I'd like to be a part of. Amber's going to talk to you about knowing God. Yeah, so one of our
1: values here at Connect Church is that we love celebration. We are about to celebrate hard with some of these numbers. So if you've made a decision over since launch day to and you put your faith in Jesus and you did that here at Connect Church, can you just give a shout this morning? Is that you? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So this last year, 90 people decided to do life with Jesus, turned in connect cards, letting us know. That's amazing. Since launch day two years ago, 156 people have started a relationship with Jesus. This last year... 20 people were baptized. And if you remember last Vision Sunday, we set a goal and we said, next year we want to have 40 baptisms. You know what? We passed that goal, we had 41. But you know what? Sunday is not all about the numbers for us, but it does help us accurately see the life change that is happening in our church. I want to tell you about a story about Evan and Stephanie Tillette. They came on a Sunday morning because they were invited by a friend, and it just happened to be the series that we were talking about at the movies. And they loved how Daniel showed clips of Zootopia, and then he took some of those clips and he uh, related them to our relationship with God. And they loved that so much. They came back the. Next Sunday and they said they came back because they loved that at Connect Church you can walk through the doors and not feel judged. And through that year they put their faith and trust in Jesus and they were baptized. And that's just one of many stories that continues to happen every single week at Connect Church. And just like Evan and Stephanie, you can know God. Not just know about God, not just learn about Him, but you can know God personally through a relationship with Jesus. This is why we're launching a a second service today. It's why we post a podcast every single week. It's why we post live videos. We do it all so that we can reach our city with the life overflowing that Jesus offers us. So in 2 Corinthians 6, it says, I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So I just want to challenge you. Make Connect Church Sunday mornings a regular, weekly part of your life. And then invite your friends so that they can know God too. So the second thing that we do here at Connect Church is find freedom. If you're a part of a Connect group, give a shout. Love Connect groups. I talked a little bit about it this morning during MC, but we love Connect groups so much. When I say we don't do life alone, we mean it. The best way to do life together is to be a part of a group. And this last year, we had 27 groups running. Over uh, two years, we've had 45. And there's hundreds of people who are making connections and finding freedom. When you're a part of a connect group, you have people who know you and pray over you by name. When you're a part of a group... There's people there who will lift you up when you're struggling, who walk with you in hard times, who celebrate with you in those big wins and in those big moments because you're not doing life alone. And here at Connect, we love to empower new leaders. We love seeing people who start in a Connect group and attending, and then they decide to lead one or co-lead one. And did you know that nine out of 10 of our group leaders had never led a group of any kind before they started one here at Connect Church? That's amazing. Yeah, give a shout to our leaders. So awesome! In Connect groups, we find deeper friendships and grow deeper in our faith. This last year, my friend Shanna Wimbush she started coming to a Connect group because she was invited by a friend, and it was a board games group, so real low pressure. And she found out that Christians aren't so crazy, and so she decided to join another Connect group that was all about learning how to study the Bible. And through that, she she fell in love with the friendships that she made. And she asked us to officiate her wedding. She just got married over this summer uh, to her husband, Dave. And they both started coming on Sunday mornings. And this month marks the very first month that they're serving on our dream team. So give a shout for them. It all started with a board games group and a friend's invitation, which is very powerful, by the way. So never be afraid to invite your friends see we have all kinds of connect groups here and it's, on a purpose. There's groups where you can meet and invite your friends and gather around a, a common interest, and it's really low pressure and low key. And then there's other groups that are created to go deeper, Bible studies and things that are meant to, to pull out the deep questions, and it's okay to ask them, even though you're shy and you don't know all the answers, and it's okay to struggle together. There's groups for every kind here at Connect Church. And Proverbs thirteen twenty it says, walk with the wise and become wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. So I want to encourage you, surround yourself with the, re- the right relationships, and then you can grow deeper in your faith. Connect groups are designed just to do that, and right now we have groups all over the city. I think we have 15 this semester running all over Northwest and Northeast Calgary and Airdrie, And in the future, our vision is to see connect groups all over in the city and in the surrounding areas. We want to see them in the southeast. We want to see them in the southwest, in Chestermere, in Cochrane, in Didsbury, in Carstairs. Because where you live, where you live is where relationships can be built. So we're going to start more of them this next year.
0: That's so good, you guys. Um, I hope you're a part of a connect group. You need to be. It's one of the healthiest things you can do for your faith. Um, So we want you to find, uh, rather, we want you to know God. We want you to find freedom. We also want you to discover purpose. It's been said, the two best days of your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. There are too many people in our world, maybe even some of you, who are wondering Do I have a purpose in this life? Why am I here? What is the point in all of this? It may even go darker than that for some of you. You may honestly be asking yourself on a regular basis, do I fit? Do I belong? Is there any reason for me to be here? Would the world be a better place if I weren't in it? If I weren't here, would anybody know? Would anybody miss me? Can I tell you that is a lie from the thief that we talked about earlier? You are here. On purpose and for a purpose. There is not a single person in this theater, not a single person on this planet who is here by accident. There is a reason for you to exist. And we want to help you to figure out what that purpose is. I'll tell you the purpose is probably not to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. That's probably not the big reason that you were put here. You were put here for something even better than that. That is to discover and then live out the plan that God has for you. That is why you're here and that's what we want to help you to figure out. What is God's plan and how do I live it out? The Bible tells us here in Psalm chapter number uh, 139 verse 16, the scripture says that David is speaking to God here and he says you saw me before I was born every day of my life was recorded in your book each moment was laid out before a single day had passed listen before there was a you there was a plan for you God had something. He has something that he wants you to do in this world. You've got to figure out what that plan is and then live it out. And when you do, life is better than you could ever imagine. Now, you might be saying to yourself or to me in your head, Dan, If you knew my story, you would say, there is no way that God has written this plan, okay? It is such a mess. I've experienced such difficult and horrible things. There is no way that my current situation is a part of the plan that God wrote way back when. And you might be right, but here's the cool thing about God. He can take all of your wrong turns, every mistake you've ever made, every time you've gotten off of this script that he had for your life, every sin you've committed, every relationship you've destroyed, every hopeless moment you've ever experienced. He can take all of it and somehow work it out in such a way that will get you to where he originally wanted you to be in the first place. Do you understand that? You cannot ruin God's plan for your life. You cannot get so far off course that he cannot reroute you to get you back where he wants you to go. I believe some of you just needed to hear that this morning. More than anything else, you needed to know that you have not screwed up things so badly that your life cannot be redeemed. Jesus can take you from where you are, wherever that might be, and he can get you to where you were always supposed to go. Do you realize it is possible to go from Calgary to Edmonton via Vancouver? It's possible. It's just a longer route, right? You can get there. And some of you guys have gotten so far off course, you're like, I'm in a different province. I'm in a different, you know, continent. I don't know how God is ever gonna redeem this. He can When God sees us going off course, he never says, well, too bad. I mean, I had high hopes for her, but you know, she's too far gone now. No way. No matter where you are, no matter what you've done, God can take you from wherever you currently sit and he can get you to wherever you wanna be. All it takes is to discover the purpose, this script, this plan, this story that he always wanted you to live out. If you doubt that, I want you to go talk to Kim Roman this morning. Kim's sitting right here in the theater. I want you to find her this morning and I want you to ask her story. Let her share with you how this has changed her life. Two years ago, she showed up at Connect Church and she walked in the doors very afraid, afraid that she wasn't gonna fit in, afraid that her life didn't look the way that it should and you know, she wasn't like you know a perfect Christian or anything like that. And so she was not sure that she was gonna have a place at Connect Church. But she took a risk, she came, and she decided, maybe these people aren't half as crazy as I thought they were. You know, she decided to go through our next steps track. I'll tell you about that in a moment. And in next steps... This this woman who worried that she didn't have anything to offer church, she was also concerned church didn't really have anything to offer her, but this woman who didn't believe she had anything to offer the church, in our Next Steps track, we helped her discover her God-given wiring, and we found out that she has gifts and talents and capacities and strengths that nobody had ever called out before. Nobody had ever said, Kim, we see in you something special. And so she said, okay, well, I guess I could start serving on the dream team. She started serving on the dream team. Then we realized, oh, this lady is fit for more than popping up banners and stuff like that. We need to give her some more responsibility. So she became a team lead. And then we were like, oh no, God's got a bigger calling on her life than being a team lead. She became our church administrator. Low key, she is the most important person at Connect Church. You don't know that, but she is. And here's the deal. Kim discovered a purpose for her life That had nothing to do with those four goals we talked about at the top of the message. Instead, they had everything to do with knowing God, finding freedom, discovering purpose, and making a difference. We can do the same thing for you, or God can do the same thing for you. We can take you from where you are and get you to where God wants you to be. The way we're going to do that is through our process of next steps. Next steps is a 30-minute class that happens for three Sundays in a row. If you give us 90 minutes, we will help you discover your God-given wiring. And then we will find a way to help you use it in order to make a difference in our world. Listen, for some of you guys, it is time. It's time to get out of the seat and onto a serve team. It is time to figure out what your purpose is in life because you're going day after day after day. And you're saying, I hate my job. I know I wasn't meant to just do this. And you love your family, but they're not giving you the fulfillment that, they, that you thought that they would. Life is okay, but you know there's something more. And I'm just, I've discovered, Kim's discovered, so many people have discovered the difference is when you discover your purpose and you're living it out every single day for the benefit of God's kingdom. All right, Amber's going to wrap up by talking to you about making a difference.
1: Yeah, so we make a difference when we're on the dream team. Dream teamers, give a shout. We celebrate our dream team every week because these are the people who are investing their lives to make a difference. Uh, so Kyle Johnson, one of our team, uh, dream teamers, he sent us a message a while back and it said this, coming to connect has meant so much to me over this past year. I always enjoy Sunday services. I'm exart- excited to start a new connect group soon, which he's leading now. And serving on the dream team has been so fulfilling. So Kyle serves in our next steps in our guest center. He says, I love meeting new people, passing out Bibles, and telling people all about the church I am proud to attend and the faith that I believe in. So the Dream Teamers do three things they share their time, their talent, and their treasure. Every month, 131 people rotate on a schedule and help us set up, run, and tear down this theater every single Sunday. But it doesn't stop on Sunday. They keep working during the week. There are teams that are praying. They're planning events. They're creating graphics. They're helping meet needs in communities. These people share a bit of their time each week to make a difference. And Connect Church is running today because of it. We are grateful for our dream team. They share their talent. These team members share the talents that God has given them. And you see it clearly every single Sunday. From the people who are standing at the front doors, all those extroverted people who are clapping and shaking your hand, God has given them that talent. They're extroverted. And the people that are up here on stage and just musical talent is pouring out of them. This band is amazing. And and God has blessed them and everyone in between. And he has given you spiritual gifts and talents that you are supposed to use to glorify God. But our talent spread across the community as well. Every single June, this team puts together a huge food truck rally. And we put it together in Evanston. And this last June, we had 5,000 people show up. We were able to raise and give away over $12,000 to the community of Evanston to help build an ice rink. And that all happens because the dream team puts the time and the manpower in it. This next year, we're going to be hosting four huge, large community events in Calgary and area. Do you just like it? And several more Sunday morning events. And they are only possible because the Dream Team shares the talents with the city that they love. And lastly, they share their treasure. Our team gives generously with the finances God has given them. And because of that generosity, Connect Church was able to donate $31,625 to help missionaries locally and globally. Come on. That's amazing. (laughs) Ministries like Hope Mission in Calgary that feed the homeless, like I mentioned them earlier. Canadian Global Response where they're meeting needs um, after hurricane and natural disasters. Missionaries that are starting churches worldwide in difficult places where it's not easy to share the gospel. We've also helped three life-giving churches start in the last two months in Canada. That's amazing. Ephesians 2 sends... Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us brand new in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. See, God has blessed each of us with many talents, many giftings. And yet for some reason, we keep turning and looking at all the things that we don't have. But on our dream team, we focus on gratitude we focus on giving back everything that God has given us. Yeah, so good.
0: You guys, ultimately, what it comes, ultimately, what it comes down to is that Jesus wants you to experience more than what most of our world settles for. Most of our world thinks knowing me, thinks finding fame, thinks discovering a platform thinks making a dollar is what this life is all about. But when you live life overflowing, you discover a reason for existing that is exciting and energizing. It is fulfilling in a way that I promise you nothing else can do for you. God doesn't want you to only experience a good life. He wants you to experience the very best life life of all and that happens when you know god so let me ask you do you know god i'm not asking if you know about god i'm not asking if you can quote bible verses i'm not asking if you were confirmed or baptized as a child i'm asking do you know god today i can tell you i know god i know him personally can you say the same if not maybe it's time you see the only thing that's holding you back from a relationship with god is you you realize that right God's not holding you at arm's length. God keeps trying to pull you in. You're the one that keeps pushing him away. The only thing that's holding you back from knowing God is you. If you don't know him, you can. Have you found freedom? Or are you still struggling with the same addictions, the same issues, the same problems that you've been fighting for years? Can I tell you that connect groups, being in the right relationship, having community of people or with people who will help encourage and hold you accountable for the issues in your life, it will make all the difference. Have you discovered your purpose or are you still wondering why you exist? It's time. Go through next steps today. It's right after the service. is 30 minutes. It will make all the difference. And we want you to invest yourself in something bigger than yourself. Make a difference. Those are the four ingredients to life overflowing. Those are four goals that are worth giving your life in pursuit of.